freaking how to do this. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Streaming Without a Paddle. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ted. Ted, love your shirt. Thanks. I'm real festive. It's summer. It's, it's summer, summer. It's hot. I feel, you know, like... You just came back from the islands. I just came back from my honeymoon in the islands, and this is just um, as festive as I could get. It's great. I love it. I have m- multiple pictures I'm in the right. islands in this flowered shirt. <laughs> I I think I'm sitting here with the uh, Tom Selleck Magnum PI version. Yeah, it that's is. Where I, that's where it, I'm at. It's, it's a solid right here. <laughs> I bought some short shorts because that's what the kids are wearing. So I got some like eight inch shorts and I was just Magnum PI. I, I there, there you go. I'm an eight inch inseam guy myself. Anything longer is caprice for men. Oh, I, I mean, that, <laughs> seriously. I saw I saw my mother-in-law. Love you, Nana. Uh, I saw my mother-in-law standing beside a relatively much younger individual. <laughs> And he was wearing shorts and she was wearing capris. And there wasn't two inches difference oh, in the yeah. length. So I said, okay, never. <laughs> I'm not wearing the pants my, my mother-in-law are wearing. <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, it, only at work, right? At work. I don't mind a good pair of cargo shorts, but they are down to your knees or past. Or past it, yeah. Yeah, and that's just a normal, I'm talking about normal normal Levi's cargo shorts. Yeah. They just That's how cargo shorts fit. Yep. I call them cargo capris. Cargo capris. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not my... Not I my, like that. Not my float there. Uh, uh, no. And, and when you go to the beach here in the in the southeast... Yeah. You know... The Redneck L- Riviera? L.A., Lower Alabama. Yeah. That's what you get here. Cargo capris. Yeah, that's we're, all we're, you see on the beach. We're going to Perdita Key. I hope you can meet us there. We'll go out and get us some, some steamed shrimp or something. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that was a close impression of my mom. <laughs> See, my mom's a little higher like this, but still raspy. Uh-huh. And my sister's a little lower and a little sassier. Oh, yeah. oh your sister's and then my, very sassy. Yeah, and then my normal, <laughs> if you hear me on camera, my southern accent's down here. It's a lot of this. Let me tell you something. Let me get too intense for a second. I'm, I'm more of Larry the Cable guy. Okay. That's what I am. I'm Larry. Larry okay, the I like that. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Oh, all right. Now that was, I don't want to say the best part of this show. <laughs> because close. It was a lot better than the movie that Ted and I watched this last week. I made him. I made him. because No, I, and I'm glad he did because you know what? I like broken lizard stuff. I, I Okay, so here's the thing. I do. I do too, but here's the thing. Super Troopers is great. Yeah. Super Troopers is of a time period, 2002, whatever it was. It is a wonderful, funny movie. Beer Fest is also great. Okay, I'm, I'm going to come down a little bit over Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Oh yeah, one Super Troopers is that's the Hamlet. Right. Beer Fest. <laughs> Beer Fest is their second best movie. <laughs> Those guys would love to hear you refer yeah, to their yeah. work as the Hamlet. <laughs> Beer Fest is their second best movie. The one where they where they're on the island. Club Dread. I don't love Club Dread. Oh, I love. See, that's my second favorite. I would put it. I'm Super Troopers. Club Dread. Slamming salmon and, and, and Club Dr- or uh, um, t- 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 Super Troopers two, and then and then I'm I'm Beer Fest. Okay, so I'm Super Troopers one, Beer Fest, Super Troopers two, Slamming Salmon. Yeah, and then then Club Dread. The I only did. part about Club Dread that I love is when she's like. Play that, basically, he's telling him to play his version of Cheeseburger in Paradise. And yeah. he says something ridiculous. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. And he's like, yeah. it's not Cheeseburger in Paradise. He just loses his mind. And he's like, it's something else. And he's like, it's 
it's pickle sandwich and whatever he says, and it's so funny because <laughs> of the commitment. But um, well, see, I think I like Club Dread so much it was because that's my kind of horror movie. Oh, that's true. I mean that that that's my spade right Soft there. Soft horror. Yeah, I mean it was it was just yeah I I loved it. Anyway, as far as broken uh, lizard stuff goes, that's my order. And I you know we watch Quasi. That's what we watch uh-huh. on Hulu. I, you know, it was like an hour and 40 something. I, I forget. This is 25 minutes too long. It was, um, it was an hour and 40 something minutes too long. And you like to talk production. I, that production <laughs> budget was a lot, but it was horrible. They pocketed the money. It was so bad. I've never seen the cleaner. Okay. So quasi is, uh, 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 Broken Lizard, so you can just, if you're familiar with their work, and we just rattled it off their highlight reel. Um, uh, Quasi is about Quasimodo, and he's in medieval times, and and uh, the Pope and the King have both solicited his help to kill the other. Yes. Yeah, the, the King wants the Pope dead, the Pope wants the King dead, so they can rule, and they've solicited Quasi's help, and... Uh, uh, and it just you know it doesn't go well. The the princess the queen, ha- takes a li- yeah, the queen the queen takes a liking to quasi. Yeah. So it, it, anyway, I was laughing because I was like, that is the the cleanest medieval era set thing. I mean, it was just it was it was nobody aged it. I mean, it was like you could almost see the lines of the the plywood of. <laughs> Up on the wall. I mean, it, it, it was there was there was there was no aging to it. No, it was as if you went to see a medieval outdoor Renaissance fair drama. And yeah, serve up the were, chicken. Yeah, they were dressed <laughs> or like the turkey it. leg. Yeah, they were the they they had they had some budgets for makeup because they finally showed Quasimodo's hump. Yeah, and, well, and and the only thing dirty about it were the actors. The sets yeah. were really clean, and it was really funny because they shot it they shot it dark. I mean, you know, that, okay, we're in the dungeon, let's just shoot it dark so that, that you really can't tell that it's so pristine. But every time they were outside in the, in the courtyard or wherever. On the sound it was Yeah, well, it was just so clean. It was ridiculous. I mean, the stage and all that looks like it just, like, just, they just built it. I mean, <laughs> anyway. Oh, all right. So that was the, that was the movie in a nutshell. And now we're going to not tell you what happens in the movie. No spoilers here. We do our best. None. But, Ted, my problem with this movie, having been, I don't want to say a fan, but appreciative of their work, was the fact that I I equated the level of this movie to them getting older. That is exactly what I thought. They matured into this movie. All the raunchy was gone. And they were were great at, at good, clean kind of raunchy. Yeah. And now it's all gone. And so now they're left with no magic. There's no yeah. magic dust. It's like, oh, you're going to. It was just sophomoric, soft, <laughs> softball joke after softball joke after like. St- it, it, yeah. Listen, people, there comes a point. Those guys are all your age. Thanks. They are. Well, well I mean, yeah. No, but, they I mean, are. They, they're all 53 to 55. Look. Hey. The guy that Kevin Heffernan, the guy that's Officer Farva. Yeah. He is the best actor of them. He's funny. He comedic actor, he is the best. He has the best oh, yeah. timing. Yeah. Um 
And well, who's the guy who plays? Uh, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Quasi. Oh, he's he's funny too. He's he funny, funny in different things. And he wasn't bad in this. It's just he had such a stupid thing to play. That oh, well, my mouth is like this. It's like Paige was so mad. My fia- or my wife was like, <laughs> my wife was like. God, this movie's stupid. Will he stop making his mouth do that and just talk normal? We get it. He's got a hump. You know, I I thought I thought this is what happened. They they got in and they did a read through. And while they were reading through, he was being silly and he cocked his mouth like that and started reading his lines. Like Rick Moranis would read something, you know, got a little yeah. off to the stuff, eh? You know, yeah, like, like strange brew, right? Yeah. And, and then they were doing the read through, and, and it came to the time where where the queen kisses him. And he over exaggerated the 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 mouth over to the side of his face, you know. And they were all like, "Oh, you got to do that. That's how you got it. That's quasi right there." Not only does he have a hump, but he's he's got this this mouth movement over to this cheek. And so when she comes up and kisses, it looks like she's kissing you on the cheek. And you know what? She might have gone in during during a read through and kissed him. Tried to on the cheek and he just turned his mouth that way. I don't know. So he could kiss her. But, but yeah, I that was stupid. Yes. <laughs> there comes a point. There comes a point in everyone's life when they you stop being funny. Like like you can be funny to your friends, but general mass funny stops. There's very few people in this world that can continue to be funny like Bill Murray. But look at Bill so Murray. At, yeah, as he got older yeah. As he's gotten older, he doesn't do funny very often. No, he does no, drama. He does he'll jump in. Acting. He'll jump in and do Zombie Land, where he does a like funny cameo, and he's like, "I use the proton pack all the time." But it's yeah. like funny. But like you can always have comedic timing. But I think with these guys, it's not that they're bad actors. It's that like your material hasn't aged. Like this type of comedy hasn't aged. Spoofy comedy. Well, and they left out all the, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, they left all of the good parts out of that kind of comedy. You know, what, what made their movies enjoyable, Super Trooper, Club Dread, whatever, uh, was, was the fact that they really pushed, they really pushed the limits when it came to sexuality in those movies. I mean, they got borderline dirty. I mean, there's up until, well, they all have, a, a fair amount of nudity in them. This movie had nothing. It was like they were doing, what is that? They do the uh, FX show, um, play Fireman in Reno or something like that. Oh, Tahoe. The, these guys write that. Yeah. Tacoma. Tacoma. They write that. Yeah, and That's so, a Broken Lizard show. It is. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Or and, two and, of and, them. And, two of them. And so, you know, well, that's clean. And they tried to adapt that into their movie writing of Super Troopers and Club Dread and all that, and they left all the the sexual window windows out of it. And I like Tacoma uh, Fire Department. It's pretty funny. It's it, yeah. I mean, but also it's just like, why make this? Like, what 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 makes your head say people want to see? Th- I I don't know. Uh, it's got a six point three on IMDb, which is higher than I think it should. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't I didn't look. Can and- we just talk for a second about where what is going on with comedic movies? Why are they not good and why are they not made? There are movies that are like a horror that has comedy in it or a drama that has comedy in it, but there are no straight up comedies. Yeah, I think those guys are gone. I think those those studio guys are gone. And there was a whole generation, and sadly, it's probably my generation, 
that got put into those slots and they just started killing off really good movies. I mean, my generation's killed off a lot. I, I'm not, I'm not going to mince word with that. I think my generation's probably the worst generation in a long, long time. Really, it is. I you mean, think? I, I know. I, I know. It's <laughs> funny. You know what's funny? Not to get too political. I mean, I'm not, and that's not political. No, it's, it's, that's across all spectrums. I, I understand what you're saying because it's what's funny about your generation that I would say is like, God, you guys love to you just really worship guys that dressed up like women in rock bands. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. are just put out if that's if they, if they do a drag show somewhere. Yeah. Doesn't make a lick of sense. No, we have the worst crop of leaders that came out of my generation. It's just, it's it's a generation of entitlement, you know. And I, anyway, I'm not going down there. But I do, I think on, in the area of movies, I think, and, and pretty much everything, but in movies, I think my generation killed it. You know, they were too cool to think that when Harry Met Sally was a, a good movie, you know, a rom-com and... Uh, uh, good comedies like Meatballs and, you know, whatever. They tried to to replicate that. They just screwed it up because they were trying. It's like, all right, here it is. Old generation made Caddyshack. New generation made Caddyshack 2. Ugh. No, that's that's the best comparison I can come up with. It was so ridiculously it, stupid. It's an atrocity. It is. It's but one that, of the worst sequels <laughs> of all time. And that's how I equate my generation. We have we we grew up on Caddyshack, and we go, oh yeah, we can do it better. And all my generation is able to produce is Caddyshack too. I mean, seriously. Yeah, but Bush, you, you Bushwood had, is the world's largest putt putt course. Right, but you also had <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> did the worst. Oh, God. So, but what you also forgot about is the people in your generation that are funny, broad funny, like as in like people across. The board mostly think they're funny. All right, who who in my generation's funny? Adam Sandler. He's not my generation. Yes, he is. Well, how old is he? Fifty three. Is he? That's your generation. Uh, Over fifty is your generation. Adam Sandler. Yes, he is. He's got to be in his forties. No, dude, I'm in my forties. I know you are. He's he really? was okay. He was big in ninety four. That's when like Tommy Boy was wow. ninety five. All those guys would be fifty three or 50. David Spade. All those guys, right? And, All right. Well, okay. Uh, don't the, put David Spade with Adam Sandler. The Apatow guys are in my, like the the movies he directed, knocked right. up Seth Rogen, the Jonah Hill. Yeah, those right. guys are in my generation. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Adam Sandler. I'll give you that. Who else? Judd Apatow. Well, he's not my generation. He he's is. Yours. No, he's your age though. Well. All right. But he's making movies for he's my doing, generation. Right, I'm not saying the whole generation is is a bunch of failures. There there are things, but the talent pool is much shallower. It really, really is. Well, you you don't you don't benefit from you don't need a ton of talent in those '80s you, movies. But you know, you look you look at the generation uh, that that preceded my generation. You know, you just named them off: Aykroyd, uh, uh, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. You know, they just Rick Moranis, Dave Thomas, you know, I mean, John Candy, John, yeah, John Candy, the good, Eugene Levy, Eugene Levy, I mean, all of them. I, I mean, mean, at this, see, now how quick was that for me to rattle it off? And now I can't even look back and see who are my peers and what are they doing? And if I were to think about mine, I can go Jason Siegel, Jonah Hill. I mean, there's a, a yeah, all those dudes, and I could go backwards and do the same thing. Yeah, you that's know, funny. They, You're Di right, DiCaprio, you know, yeah. Right? Brad, Brad Pitt, you know, that's... that's Brad Pitt's older well, than you. Yeah. Is he? Brad Pitt's 60. 
All right. Brad Pitt is 59. He'll be 60, 60. this year. All right. That's there. There's the. Right. There's a few. He's a little bit. But, but he plays a lot younger in my defense. He does. <laughs> D- DiCaprio's 47. Okay. That's your but, generation. But yeah, that's Tobey Maguire, DiCaprio, but they don't yeah. do comedies. So they, no. they, I would love. Well, DiCaprio can do comedies. He doesn't, though. He did, He's he comedic re- in Once he, Upon a Time. He's he, really funny. Oh, once yeah, Once Upon a Time, Wolves of Wolves, uh, Wolves of Wolves, Wall Street. Yeah. Wolves of Wall Street. Oh, my God. He was, I thought he was hysterical. In I that. did, too. I his, really. His timing in that was just amazing. His, of course, his timing working. is exceptional. And look who directed that movie. Somebody who knew something about comedy, Martin Scorsese. I mean, he knew how to make that funny. I know Martin knows, but he knows comedy. There's there were, comedy in every one of his movies. Yeah. There's comedy in Goodfellas. I'm There's going, comedy in everything. There is. There is. And I'm going again, Billy Crystal. There's another one ahead of me. Great comedy. Um, Rob Reiner. I mean, he's two generation, but he knew comedy. He knew what was funny. Yeah. I mean, and I, there's just this lull in my generation of comedic actors and comedic minds, and it's, you know. They had the Workaholics guys. Did you ever watch that show, Workaholics? Uh, every now and then. I thought that show uh, was so funny. <laughs> and those guys, those guys, I mean, they had a really successful run, and then they've all, like, they did a movie called Game Over Man that was also really funny. Yeah. And pushed the boundaries and did everything, but they haven't made another one since. That was, like, 2017. I mean, I'm sure they're all doing movies and right. things, but. Well, who knows? Who knows? I, you know, I just, I just don't. So anyway, these guys, Club Dread, Broken Lizard, Quasi. Yeah, I just, I did. My, my overall feeling at the end of the movie was these guys outgrew themselves. They matured. They mm-hmm. lost their sense of humor, uh, their way of sense of humor. And, and I get it. I, you know, I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. You know, I, my sense of humor is probably a little bit different. But when you when you're putting it on something that's going to be permanent, <laughs> your sense yeah. of humor, you know, um, I I get what you're saying. I don't have I don't have the same sort of dick and fart comedy to say that I did when I made Adult Interference. Like yeah. the, the new movie I made is like it's got funny things in it every now and then, but it's like I don't know. You just don't have that to say after a while. Like John Hughes, if you think about all his like teen movies that he made, like right. eventually he just was like, I don't have that to say anymore. I'm gonna go make family movies. Like, you know, I'm gonna write Home Alone. Yeah. Well, again, great comedic writer, producer. Mm-hmm. You know that that, and he's not the only one of that generation. I mean, I mean, you know, you look you look at and, and getting away from comedies, uh, they just did everything better. The generation ahead of me did everything better, and my generation came in, and they couldn't do anything. They really couldn't. And they also love to be like, as soon as a new shiny technology thing comes, if we can talk about the writer strike for a second, mm-hmm. just so people know that listen to this, a large part of the writer strike is because they don't pay residuals to writers or actors like they or directors or anybody like they used to. They're very terrible. And now, basically, the companies are saying, well, we could just get AI to write the scripts for us, and we don't need writers. That's insane. Casey, That's, you Casey can, Neinstadt just did a whole uh, show on mm-hmm. his YouTube channel that was written by AI, and it was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it will give you general strokes of what would be a right. script, but it's not it's not humanized. And, it, and it's, yeah, 
That's what and I for think. For the record, your, your your generation are who are in charge of studios that are like, yeah, that's way cheaper. Yeah, well, it's it's not even that. They just don't know humor. They don't know, they don't know things. I look back at the 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 people that I grew up, the kids that I grew up with, and the way they went through their adolescent, teenage, early twenties or their twenties, and now they're in positions of power. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm not. It's not every one of them, but a vast majority of them are. I I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't buy a car for me. Seventy-five percent of the people I graduated with. Yeah, I, I'm right. seriously. Yeah, I'm with I, you. No, yeah, I'm I really, with I mean, it, 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 it was bad. But anyway, and and as for the writer's strike, I think you know Ted and I both support what's going on with that. Oh yeah, yeah. And nobody wrote, wrote this show. No, we we <laughs> just pure, off the this cuff. Is, this is pure ad lib. <laughs> We're just talking about other stuff because Quasi's not good. Oh, yeah. and we just I'm giving it a, a very bad grade. I yeah, I am and too. So, let's just get to it. Let's just okay. let's, let's rip this band-aid let's off. Rip this band-aid. <laughs> let's rip this band-aid off. And it's it's hard for me to do it. Again, I wasn't a big fan of these guys at Broken Lizard, but I did enjoy their stuff because it was funny. Uh and this was not funny. So I'm I'm gonna lead off. I'm gonna I'm I'm giving this in the realm of comedies. I'm giving this a 30. Ooh. I'm giving this a 30 in the realm of comedies. In the general sense, I'm going to give it a 45. (laughs) Okay. That's my number. I got you. I'm going to preface what I say by, like, if I were giving numbers out to super troopers would have a, a high, high 80s to low 90s comedy for me. Okay. Just want to say that. Um. I'm not going to argue with that. It's just a I very, can it, it's, it's a very good it. comedy that stands the test of time from 20 years ago. Yeah. I give this a like hard, I didn't laugh one time. It's a 40. It's yeah. a 40 on both fronts. That's both all fronts. I can do. Okay. I didn't laugh one time either. Not one time did I laugh. I, I was, I was waiting for the adult humor in this movie and it never came. I smirked. And, and and the queen, the young lady who plays the queen, what's her name? Adrian Padalecki, I think. Yeah. She's from Friday Night Live. She's absolutely gorgeous. And she's the best actor. She was, she, oh, by far. <laughs> by like far. She, everything by far. that came out of her mouth was believable. Uh, if I, yeah. So, and she only played one role, which was nice because all the yeah. other guys played like three or four different roles. I so, did laugh at one gag and then we can close this go episode ahead. out. What was the gag? The gag that I laughed at. One time, I think, is when he kept going, they kept being like, your best friend, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, that's not my best friend. They kept both being like, that's not my best friend. We just hang out together. You just needed to, I was like, that made me laugh a couple times. Plausible deniability. Yeah. yeah. Because the alternative was not good. Yeah. If yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. The movie's quasi. It's on Hulu. And, um, yeah. Find something else to do. <laughs> Seriously, or just watch Super Troopers again. Go, yeah, go watch Super Troopers or Club Dread or, uh, you know, turn on the FX and watch them in Tacoma. Yeah. The, uh, FD. FD, Fire Department. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, all right. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Tell your friends. Till next week, I'm Andrew. I'm Ted.